Welcome to another episode of Skinny on Beauty with your host, Cheryl Hawley, director and in, a digital and influence marketing expert for the beauty industry. Cheryl Hawley, CEO of Unite Socially, single-handedly launched European Wax Centers, social media strategy for all of their Orange County locations. The podcast, Skinny on Beauty, offers up digital marketing tips for you to be more successful, inspiration to live your dreams through personal development, and tools for you to do all of that. So let's jump right into it. All of that and more with our host, Cheryl. What's the skinny? Hey, Paul. Thanks so much for the kind intro. <laughs> yes, sir. It's Friday. Friday. Thank God it's Friday. <laughs> so excited. Thank you, everybody, for being here today. I'm Cheryl Holly, your host. I'm so excited, you know, to be back in the studio. I feel like it's it's been a while since I've been in here. And I'm excited even more to have a virtual guest with me today, Lydia Vargo, Senior Director of Strategic Accounts with Chic Execs, is here. Hi. How you. are you? Cheryl, I'm great. It's Friday, as you said. So yeah. <laughs> I'm so excited to have you. And, you know, I was looking over, you know, all of the information. We were emailing back and forth. So Lydia and I got connected through Instagram, of course. It's like the number one. And I love it. I, I love what social media has been able to do for companies like ours and bringing everybody together. And, you know, Lydia is definitely not foreign to this industry. She actually has a degree in science and psychology and uh, a background in finance and a very successful six-year career in marketing and sales. And so her experience has led her to be the director of strategic accounts at Chic Execs in 2012. And you've just been rocking and rolling since, right? No, absolutely. (laughs) I moved from Australia just further to that and uh, got established here. I'm originally Canadian, so Canada to Australia, ending up here. And I read an article about Nikki and Kaylin, our founders, who are amazing. I'll tell you a bit about them. And wrote to them, met them that afternoon, and have not left their side. They're remarkable. Oh, that's so. so cool. Yeah. And you guys are based in San Diego, San Marcos specifically, right? That's right. Yeah. So beautiful area. Not too far from us. Yes, can't complain. This Canadian loves the weather. (laughs) Next time we'll have to have you guys in the studio, all all three of you. Uh, We'd love it. Yeah, we'll do a follow up. (laughs) Done. (laughs) So everyone's probably wondering. So who's Lydia and who's Chic Execs? (laughs) Tell us a little bit about you know Chic Execs and what you guys do there. I love it. Well, it's one of my favorite topics, so gladly. Yeah, Chic Execs is a retail strategy firm, so that is going to mean something very different for all the brands, and by brands, it could be people, it could be service, a lot of products, but we customize programs to help brands get to their next level, and we do it with tools like PR, social media management, uh, influencers. We have a whole sales team that work to place products, and buyers love us because we have all these tools to build up awareness around a brand and then direct traffic to them. So it's a much more secure choice. But yeah, we're very retail specific. So everything we do has to make sense to your bottom line, to your goals, you know, retail wise, it could be to your website, it could be Amazon, um, in stores, all of that. And, and it really, um, the history is very much about Nikki and Kaylin, who I already 
sort of mentioned, they were in corporate PR and advertising. And then about 14 years ago, they started a magazine. So they said, hey, let's go to the other side of the desk. And that was a really good move, but it really gave them insight as to press and the power of press and the mm, media and what yeah. editors and producers need to feel confident in choosing one brand over another. And it's even more important now with everything so highly online and you know brands being so researchable. But what really brought Chic Execs together was about 12 years ago, they started a brand called Chic Buds, and that's a fashion technology brand. Back then, fashion and technology had their own lanes. There were not uh, you know one category. It was yeah. technology, iPods, black, white, that's it. And Nikki and Kaylin saw an opportunity and said, technology's not going anywhere. So let's make it fashionable. Let's right. make you know, clutch purses that charge your phone, earbuds that have Swarovski crystals, little speaker systems that, you know, are- Oh, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so they, but it was a new category. So try getting into a retailer with no proof of concept, nobody asking mm. for it, it's just mm. gonna collect dust. So they, instead of going to major fashion retailers, which was their dream, they built a reputation and they used back then, it was pretty much press. I mean, MySpace I think was around, but you know, 14 <laughs> years ago. Um, and they just really started getting everybody talking about chic buds as a fashion accessory. And so about six months in, they had a whole lot of press and influencers and celebrity, and they went straight into all the buyers and said, hey, look at all the people who are considering us fashion. Are we sending all of them to you or to somebody else? And they got yeses across the board and you know, hundreds and hundreds of retailers. Now it's a um, multi-million dollar company. It's part of Incipio. But during that journey, they realized that often um, brands are doing it wrong. They're trying desperately to get into retailers, but they're not creating that pull. And so they started um, a place where brands could come of any size, A to Z, and get what they needed to grow and to be um, to make sure that they're having the biggest impact on the market and, and a retail strategy. So, you know, we offer everything under one roof where everything's streamlined, consistent, nobody's dropping the ball. And, you know, we're making sure that every goal is across the board and your social is doing the same as PR is doing the same as your marketing material is doing the same as your sales team. So it's all under one roof and love it. You know, yeah, international brands can use this as their U.S. office because they've got everything, you know. That they uh, need, like, yeah. Yeah, so they have everything all under one roof and it's consistent. Or you just start in one little area, you know, whatever you need. We're there to fill the gaps. Yeah, no, that's cool because um, branding is such a big deal. And a lot of times when I work with brands, it's like they have somebody doing like a little bit of marketing. They have someone doing a little bit of social. They have somebody doing a little bit of graphics, you know, and it's it's yeah. not consecutive. It's not consistent. Nobody's, you know, part of the same team. And so a lot of communication is, you know, is lacking and oh, therefore... Goodness the brand identity is is not existent yeah. <laughs> it's such a breath of fresh air that you even say that because it's true i see that all the time and yeah. not only is it not conducive to growth but you can actually derail progress so if your Absolutely. sales team is getting you into neiman marcus and neiman marcus what are they going to do they're going to check out your social they're going to make sure that the yep. media is talking about you and if the line that they're looking at is not even close to being on your social pages they don't feel supported they're out and yeah. then you you know, fast yeah. chance and getting back in. So it has to having it all coordinated and knowing this week we're focused on Neiman Marcus, who's interested in this. Let's make sure that media is like talking about this line and and you know and not something else, or else you could derail. So that's yeah. very very. 
Yeah, and you guys have a culture of like uh, very, you know, passionate entrepreneurs. And I know that you recently, Chic Execs recently got voted one of the best corporate cultures in America by Entrepreneur Magazine. That's awesome. I know. It's pretty cool. Congratulations. If you come to our office, it's just, it's got that feeling. I'm going to have to. Yeah, that's right. So it's close to 60 women, a very creative. And Nikki and Kaylin are passionate about building women up. So we have, you know, all of a sudden they'll surprise us with food trucks and and parties or gift cards. Like they just know that if we're going to be creative and if we're going to help brands grow and sell, then we need to be excited. We need to be passionate and empowered. And so they, they want it because they honestly have created an environment of just, you know, strong women who are excited, but more importantly, we are supportive. There's no gossip. There's no negativity. And that's conducive to real success for our brands. Absolutely. Yes. I love it. So, you know, we're talking today, everybody, we're talking about how to build a retail strategy. And so I, I know that you've been listening about, you know, Lydia and, and what Chic Execs does with, you know, building the complete brand identity and PR package. So some of you might not know exactly what a retail strategy is. So I'm going to let Lydia take over and explain that step by step. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, businesses can't grow unless they are selling. And so we need to understand when we take you on, what is your retail strategy? Not everyone wants to get into to stores. They want online. They want to drive traffic for margins to their website. They are looking for Amazon. We had a brand recently um, or last year who came to us and all they wanted, it was a brand out of the UK, international, and they just wanted to be the number one in their category on Amazon. So that's what we need to know. We put a strategy into place so that that retail dream comes true. And and now they are by far number one in their category. So for us, it's understanding who your demographic is, where you want to sell, and how can we put the steps and tools in place to make that happen. And that's often using PR, social media, influencers, but we're driving traffic for awareness, credibility, and that stuff is what then becomes a sale. So it's all focused on retail and how to make you money so that we can have a very long and flourishing relationship and partnership. Yeah, and that's so important. I love that you said like, you know, you 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 start out with, you know, building the relationship with the brand and like what what are your goals? Well, where do yeah. you want to be? You know, because yeah. if, if you're working with somebody and they don't really know, then, hey, you can work together and figure it out, right? But right. If, if, if they know, then you can definitely align something from there. And so that's a really key thing for everybody is it's I always say, you know, it's so important for me to write down my goals. And if I write down my goals, I think, I mean, the, the studies vary, but I think, you know, the last one I saw was like 47% of the time, if you write down your goals, you will achieve 47% more. Yeah. So I think, you know, knowing where you're going is so important, you know, what type of retail strategy you need. And so from there, you can decide, you know, what retail channels a product or service will be available in. So what do you what retail channels do you typically work with? Like, what's your strong suits? Well, because we're not category specific, we're mm-hmm. retail specific. So that means that we do have brands in almost every category. We obviously, because we started with fashion and technology, it's a natural choice for brands yeah. that have been in, in that area to come to us. But we're a lot of moms. So we work with like Boppy and your Sophie the Giraffe. And, and so that is also really exciting. But for us, we just, 
it's not a matter of getting in front of the buyers. Buyers know us because they know that we can support them if they say yes to our brands. And we don't put our name next to just any brand. We're very careful to build them up, make sure it's top quality so there's less vetting. We negotiate. But they also, once they say yes, get all the tools for sell-through. If, if sales are not going well, then they're interested. So for that reason, we work with, I mean, Target and Walmart and Whole Foods and Neiman Marcus, Nordstrom, Bloomingdale's, online, hotels, casinos. So it's just a matter of putting that list together with the integrity of your brand. Like luxury, we're obviously not going to go to Walmart um, in mind and then going Why after not? It. Hey. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you, Walmart, but I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> So, so then, you know, when deciding on pricing, because I, I know when I work with brands and, you know, even like personal branding um, individuals and entrepreneurs, it's like, oh, you know, it's like the pricing option is always there. And it's always something that's, um, you know, I feel like a struggle point for a lot of people to understand like how, yeah, how to price their product or themselves, their service. So how do you approach that? Like what is an effective strategy to set a competitive price for your yeah, brand. Uh, and I think, yeah, it's such a good question. Honestly, people buy for two reasons. One is because they know a brand, they trust it, they respect it, and they'll spend whatever they need to spend to get that particular brand because it has the reputation and it's referred and they trust it. The other is price. Is price. If it's cheaper than the competition. So for us, you want to, the best tool that you've got is research. What are your competitors doing and what is your point of difference? And is that point of difference enough to outshine them and that people will spend more for that? And then you educate people on that point of difference and then they'll spend what they need to. If they are blowing it Love out of it. the water and mm-hmm. you are not quite there in your credibility and awareness, then you need to maybe go cheaper, build your credibility and then examine your pricing from there. Right, right. And so when you're working with somebody who is just, you know, starting out and building their credibility, what is like one of the key things that, you know, you launch for them to help them? Yeah, so we really do, um, you know, that awareness and that credibility is so important. Marketing is basically saying I'm amazing. And it's your Mm -hmm. resume. This is what I've done. This is why I'm so good. Right. PR is actually having your referrals. It's people saying, indeed, third party, this is something you need to be invested in. And then they have a following and it snowballs. So for us, we definitely say press, say PR, TV, radio. Um, Nowadays, people research. They research their brands and they can. It's at the tip of the, they're being bombarded with information. So they, it's easy for them to look on social, follow their influencers. What are they using? And if they can find you and read about you in press and you're everywhere, people are confident in spending it. So I would definitely say and social as well. Yeah, yeah, I love that. And backing that up through, you know, just, I would like to add like influencers, I know you work with a lot of influencers. So really backing that up with like, I mean, that third party, like you said, so using influencers as that third party. So what do you think I'm going back to, you know, getting some of the products that you do PR and uh, retail strategy and social media marketing for getting them, um, you know, into retail stores, like how, like, how do you decide on the placing of a product on the shelf 
Is that something yeah. that you're part of? Yeah, our retail team is amazing. So, I mean, our head of, of retail is actually, um, she took a, a brand herself from nothing to, you know, big multi-million dollar company as well. So we understand and have worked for years now with all sorts of different brands. So for us, I mean, when you come on board, there is a very detailed understanding of where you're selling right now, who's talking about you, what community you've built, and then we put a strategy together and a list of retailers and what our focus is, the goals, and you know, to keep everything streamlined for you to approve. So each brand has their own very detailed onboarding to understand goals, and then they start. So, you know, and positioning in within the store, how to support the store, how to negotiate, what what to look for in contracts, what is the right order, pricing, all that stuff is why Chic Execs Retail really stands out because we can we can consult you on that as a new brand. Those are key decisions, and so knowing that you have people who've been doing this for years, who've worked with so many different brands from you know the you know smaller to much larger, they're going to be able to consult you as to where it should be positioned, how it should be positioned, and you know what needs to be fixed or changed in order to get yeses. Yeah, because a lot of people don't even think about that, right? They're like, oh, I have this idea. I want to do the skincare line yeah. and I want it to maybe be cruelty free. And, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's that's about it. And then, <laughs> and then you have to go all from there. You know, it's like, OK, the packaging, the look, the feel, the connection, the PR. And then and then they're like, wait, what? And, you know, and, yeah. and they get lost, uh, especially when it comes to, you know, placing a product on a shelf. It's so important of like where that is right where to find you and sometimes it's not even on a shelf maybe that's not your best strategy i mean it, you know rat, retail is amazing and it's it's fantastic if you yeah. can do it and you've got the margins great for credibility to found be found in neiman marcus nordstrom's whatnot yeah. but if you if you're building trust i mean and, and you have a huge community, then sometimes online is where you can stay and continue to grow. I mean, full brands have been created on social media. So yes. it's a matter yeah. of really sort of understanding where is your audience shopping? If they're, you know, the baby boomers, they want something simple and they want to go into a store and they want to grab it and they want to know that you're, they're not being duped, but they have the money to spend it. Gen Z, millennials, even Gen Xs are a market that they're researching and they need to find you and then they can easily just order online and they're happy yes. to shop that way. And so they are. Yes. I like I think that's just a really good point. Yeah. Thank you for adding that. That's a very good point. So what key parts would you say go into a PR kit? I know that we've kind of covered it a little bit, but let's just break yeah. it down for everybody. I mean, at the end of the day, you love your baby, your brand's your baby, you're so happy, but you want people talking about it. And if they've never heard of it before, then you want them to become advocates and not shut up about it. And so what do they need to see in a PR kit to feel comfortable if they have their own platform, if they're an editor, a producer, a blogger? So what do they need to see? They need to see historically what other people have said, but they also need to have quick access to like your most recent press release. You want high res images, you want your logos, you want testimonies, not just you saying I'm great. You want testimonies, why people love it. Everything that somebody who's never talked about you before will want to see in order to put their name next to yours in doing press for you because you're trying to get media through a PR kit to talk about you and then maybe talking points, why it's relevant 
seasonally? What's happening in the in the media calendar around the world? What are the trends that you're involved with that are buzzwords for the for other people? So in your PR kit, you just need to to think, you know, testimonies, build that reputation, what they need, and a new angle for them to use. And often we also say to our brands, get it up on your website. Sometimes late at night they're looking for a story and they love you and they have to write it that day. And if they find it all online and you're fast asleep, hey, great, you've got it all there at their fingertips. And, you know, that's how it just builds in momentum. And you've got to take everything that you get, put it right back on your website, in press books, in mm-hmm. your catalog, yes, on your trade show. Yeah. It must be everywhere. Yeah. And I love what you said about, you know, the angle, right? So you have to really paint that picture for people when they're looking into, you know, when you're trying to sell something and really paint that. So like that breakthrough, like you were talking about the the first product, the buds. What is it? Sheep buds. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it's like really painting that picture. This is where we're going. This is what people are wanting. This is what our market research is saying. And this is why you need to be there. Right. This is why you need this. Yeah. I truly feel there are three reasons why our PR team is so well known um, and just so good is one, because a lot of our girls come from the media. We literally and genuinely have Emmy award winning news anchors and producers, celebrity followed mommy bloggers on our team representing the media. So what that means is, A, they trust us, they love us, their peers are talking to them, so they're going to read what we send, but B, we respect their job on the other end of the desk and receiving that pitch, it has to be relevant. They're so bombarded with decisions now. So if you can make it relevant to them with a good angle, and you do the work them they pick it up so that's the you know our people that we understand the media we respect their time and we give them that angle that's relevant and that's why we often see like our pitches picked up and put straight in magazines because we've done it we've made it important to them Right. Yes. And so it goes back to, you know, what I'm always saying on the show is like listening to your audience. It's not always one angle, right? It's like, yes. So it's like, know your audience, you know, speak to them and, and make it easy, right? Make it easy for them to find you. I know that you guys listen, we both know, Lydia and I both know that it's not fun to replicate all of your media on every single platform and on every single website and on print and and, you know, everywhere and just ha- and have to be everywhere. And we know that it's hard to keep up. But this is where, you know, it is. This is where it is for you because people are researching before they, they've, they've done their research is where they make their decision. Right. So you have to you have to have the material for them. And then once they meet you, it's just it's it's an easy sell as long as, you know, you you can back up everything that you've put on paper or on digital. Right. Nothing more frustrating, Cheryl, than us getting great hits on today's show or in a great magazine, an amazing Forbes or Inc. And you don't do anything with that. I mean, you'll have you're taking what could be you know, a platform to millions because it stays on your website and converts when somebody gets to your website to a sale because of that article. And if you're not positioning it and showcasing it on social and doing all of that, then you're just counting on that small audience that we're tuning in for that five minute segment, you know, and or happen to have that magazine and we're flipping it in. No, get it on your website. It speaks volumes. And in the future, investors, that's what they're looking at. Who's been talking about you throughout your entire brand? And that's the community I want. Right, right. I love that because you do, you have to go with the momentum. You don't want to lose it, right? So you have to utilize it, you know? And I I feel like when I was starting out, that's something that I I definitely didn't do because I was kind of like, oh, I don't want to boast. I don't want to, you know, tell, 
you know, that yeah. I worked with European Waxton and I did this or, you know, I didn't want to do those things, but it's like, I feel like, you know, those things have to be done, you know, especially with social media. So it's like, get, get in people's face about it. Right. <laughs> what you've done and get, yeah. and then it just, it, it builds and builds in momentum and, and it pays dividends because right. at the end of the, at the end of the day, the people who can really change your brand and if it's a buyer or an investor or just me as a consumer on your website, I can keep researching. I might like the look of your site, but it's the third party endorsements that's yeah. going to make me go, I will pay what I need to pay in order to get this. Yeah, we're better together. <laughs> so we've got just a few minutes left here, probably about yeah. two. You know, I, I I want people to be able to definitely, you know, do their research on you and find you. So please go ahead and give us your website where people can go. Absolutely. And- so we're chic execs. So C-H-I-C-E-X-E-C-S dot com. And you can reach out to us there. Mention um, OC Talk. We'd love to give you a special friends rate. Um, and ask. you can ask for me. You can email me directly. Um, it's just Lydia at ChicExecs.com. But we would love to help you. And, you know, we keep our pricing available, but high quality for new brands, but also work with a ton of household names that still need to keep themselves relevant in such a very competitive market. I love it. And with that tip, what is one thing, if you had to give the audience today, one thing that they can do to stand out in the sea of information advertisements online? Yeah, you know what? Be found. Be readily found and be simple and be authentic. People are researching and if you are, you know, saying one thing and they're going to research to make sure it's true, there's too many platforms that people will discover really quick. They know you've downloaded followers. They know that it's not really you. So be authentic, be simple and be yourself. People want to know the person behind the brand and they want to invest in that. Love it. And you know what? I'm going to put you on the spot here a minute. Do you like quotes? Because I I totally, I usually prep everybody, but I end all my shows with quotes. Do you have a favorite quote? No, one of the ones that I love is love others the way your dog loves you. Oh, I love it. No, that's good. That's good. Yeah, because you got to spread the happiness, right? You leave the room for 30 seconds, come back, and it's as if you've been gone forever, and they're so happy. So just I love it. Thanks so much, Lydia, for being on the show and giving us some insight on, you know, the the corporate culture at Chic Execs. And hopefully, you know, I'd really love to come check out the the culture there and meet you guys in person and, and Hopefully we can have you on the show in studio next time. Oh, please. I'd love it. Sounds great. Thank you so much Thanks for everything. so much, Lydia. Bye. You've been listening to another episode of Skinny on Beauty, the only show that tells you what's happening in the world of beauty and fashion. Get the straight skinny each and every week right here in Orange County's only community radio station, octalkradio.net.